What are things that we drain? Well, we drain the swimming pool in the summertime. We also drain our septic tank. If you don't know what a septic tank is, it's a big treasure chest full of poo. Yes, not all of us, especially out in the country, have pipes leading into the sewage treatment plants. So every three to five years, you got to call up a take-the-poo company to come by and vacuum it all out. Yes, the whole process is quite delightful. Sure it is. Like picking daisies. And as we know, you can also drain the swamp, like President Trump has been attempting to do for the last four years. And that swamp is deep, extending to other countries throughout the world. The corruption spreads like wildfire. That's why God in the Old Testament commanded his people sometimes to exterminate whole cities of downright evil people. He did that because if you don't, like a cancer, they'll come back and kill you. It's like saying 10 active child molesters live in your neighborhood. And the cops come by and they say, hey, we took out eight of them. And you say, hey, but wait a minute, your job ain't done. There are two still out there ready to pounce on unsuspecting kids. You just can't take some of them out. You have to take all of them out. Just like having 10 hidden landmines in your backyard. Somebody comes and happily tells you, yeah, I got seven of them out for you. My job is done. See ya. Well, no, it's not. You have to take all of them out and do it now. Even if you leave one, I can still step on it and go, boom! My body blows to kingdom come into 43 different Polish pieces, like Polish sausage cut on a tray for guests. And a third example, as if you need an additional one, is if you have a huge mama rat in your attic or basement who just gave birth to five little babies. The exterminator says, yeah, I got all of them except two. Oh, really? And you think that will suffice? Well, will it suffice when two of those little baby rats grow into bigger angry rats, knowing I killed most of their family? And then decide one night to gnaw off my toes or ears or some much more vital part of my anatomy. (laughs) Hey, how about if you live here and I'll move into your house, Mr. Exterminator? Would you do that? Of course you wouldn't. So kill them all. Now, after these three examples, hopefully you now understand why God had to exterminate whole masses of people In the Old Testament. And remember, these people who were killed were having sex indiscriminately with everybody, including animals, worshiping pagan gods, and sacrificing their babies to these gods. And at some point in history, they were actually eating their own kids in time of famine. Can you imagine that at the kitchen table? Oh, excuse me, can you pass me some legs? The actual legs of their children... Are you out of your mind? Do you think that behavior should be encouraged and allowed to continue and get even worse if that's possible? Of course not. They all have to be wiped off off the planet. So when Trump attempts to drain the swamp, uh, 
which he had been doing and possibly still is doing, by the way, through the Pentagon and military. He has to have the same exterminating concept. He has to imprison and or wipe out all the corrupted, treasonous politicians in this country and those throughout the world. Not to mention those involved with devil worship and pedophilia, along with many other depraved, underhanded, vile servants of Satan. That's where that guy Epstein and his sidekick Maxwell come into play. He was a Mossad agent from Israel, getting incriminating evidence in order to blackmail all the powerful people of the world. You see, once you're compromised, you become a puppet in fear of the truth, being exposed. You don't want that to happen. Evidently, this has been the standard procedure for years. And if you're not compromised, then you won't rise to the top. You won't be a player. They have no use for honest, godly people. They look at us as ignorant fools to be used. Like what Dan Aykroyd called his co... What, what, Dan Aykroyd... Yeah, that was his name, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. What he called his co-anchor on Saturday Night Live, point-counterpoint many years ago. But instead of calling Jane an ignorant fool, as you remember, Dan Aykroyd just turned to her and he said, Jane, you ignorant slut! Actually, there are plenty of those throughout Washington. There, there just is. Now, somebody told me that the Constitution is the bedrock of American society, just as the Ten Commandments are the bedrock of Christianity. And I agree. It's a very good analogy. And, of course, it's not just the Ten Commandments. It's also the doctrines and statutes that were enumerated in the Bible since the beginning of time. Plus, those extra two commandments that... Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Now, Jesus wasn't the first to say that. Those commandments were first spoken in the Old Testament. I never knew that, but it's there. It's all there. Jesus, of course, then in the New Testament, clarified some of the rules of the Old Testament. For example, he built upon adultery and divorce. He made very clear what constitutes a sin against God Almighty. So there's no confusion or gray area. The more you read the Bible, the more that all becomes crystal clear. You remember that phrase, crystal clear, in that classic movie, A Few Good Men? We follow orders or people die. It's that simple. Is that clear? Yes, sir. Are we clear? Crystal. And then later, of course, you can't handle the truth. Nowadays, we can't handle anything because we don't know what the truth is. Everybody lies. We also understand that since the coming of Jesus the first time, that many of the ceremonial laws and judicial laws were dropped, like we don't sacrifice animals anymore, and we don't stone somebody to death because they committed adultery, although you might feel like doing it at the time. But no, those things were for a specific time and era in the Old Testament. It absolutely does not apply today. They belong to the Old Covenant of the Old Testament and not in the New Covenant of the New Testament, which we abide by today. As Jesus declared at the Last Supper when he broke the bread and drank the wine. It's all incredibly connected and designed by God. 
with our finite comprehension. We try to do the best we can to figure it all out, to understand all that's in the Bible. But remember, our knowledge and even past prophecy over the years is imperfect. That's what the book says. It's imperfect at times because it's incomplete because of our limited brain power, which will not be the case when we enter heaven. At that time, the veil will be totally lifted from our eyes, where we will have complete understanding of God's majesty as we see him face to face, as we dwell in his presence forever, like a great roller coaster ride that you'll never get off of. It'll just keep running and running and running. Like years ago when the neighborhood kids and I would chase rabbits with a bow and arrow. That rabbit just kept running and running and running and dodging in order to escape. Yeah, we did that. Until my dad cracked the bow and arrow over my head, asking me, me, what in God's name are you doing? He said, you got to be out of your mind. But how are we supposed to know? We were young and stupid. Like sometimes I think I'm now old and stupid. We didn't think ahead of the possibility of missing the rabbit and piercing the neighbor through his calf as he's out sunbathing in the middle of the afternoon. Oh, you better believe it. Every Sunday morning on WAEB from 8 to 9. This is the show where regular people talk about God and the Bible and how it pertains or doesn't pertain to their life. And this show is not politically correct and not all-inclusive, just like heaven. Yeah, I said it. Feel free to visit us on don'tbringupgod.com where you will find a link to our great podcast. We are also on iTunes. You can contact us by email on don't bringupgod.com where you can also find the don't bring up god book along with beautiful family plaques yeah we got it all and most importantly we got you the listeners without you we're a crapola that's right feel free to call in live at 610-720-7900 and yes it is our pleasure to serve you a please come again yes we absolutely got listeners but no callers no callers today We'll get back to normal next week. So, it's the Constitution of our United States Democrat Republic that we hold dear, that we follow every day of our lives, especially the amendments of freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom to bear arms. This is who we are, and it should never change, although the present administration seems to be doing all that it can to get rid of all of it. One good thing about Trump, he always put the Constitution and the American people first. Now, hopefully the military, unbeknownst to most, with its constitutional right and responsibility to defend that same Constitution and American people, will act and defend us against present-day socialism, communism, tyranny, suppression, oppression. Pick one. Some people expected the Pentagon and military to act before the inauguration, But it's a matter of timing before they can actually commence. They can't put a deadline on it. It's when the timing is right, they'll act, hopefully. Especially after a state of emergency has been declared. And especially since the Insurrection Act has been invoked, as I believe it has been, uh, before Trump left office. So it's not necessarily the president that's behind it with all the responsibility to act. As I said, it's the military active duty responsibility to protect the country when necessary. And when all the corrupt, sickening evidence 
coming to the forefront in the last two or three months, you would think it would be quite imminent and just a matter of time before they start arresting the many treasonous culprits, including bankers. We always forget about the bankers and the international banking system. Yeah, I remember a time when professional bankers, lawyers, and doctors were revered in our society, when they were given the highest respect for their duties and tasks. Unfortunately, past history shows us that many are just as untrustworthy as your common crook. A degenerate thief dressed in a suit and tie or a white smock. Yeah, years ago, you put on that white smock and all of a sudden people treat you like you crap gold or something. Not anymore. Especially since nowadays, it seems like doctors will prescribe and act according to the highest pharmaceutical bidder. Ah, they're all pretenders looking to stick it to you. And all the corruption is easily traced back to the money. It's always about the money. As God says, the root of all evil is the love of money. That's very true. So speaking of money, when are we ever going to see the international banks held accountable? Nobody ever talks about this stuff. And fewer people understand it. Along with the, you know, this Federal Reserve Bank, which is a total farce from the very beginning. A privately owned company controlling our money. The United States' money. The printing of money. Our interest rates. International exchange rates. Along with the Fed collecting gigantic interest rates for over 100 years for financed wars and other contrived ventures. And of course, it's all owned by the trillion dollar family, the Rothschilds. This nonsense got to stop. I believe Trump already took action the last couple years to do so, which incidentally does involve and did involve the huge bank of the Vatican. Oh yeah, that Vatican, it's more corrupt than we even think. That walled up society, that secret society in there. Who knows what goes on? Hopefully the facts will all eventually come out soon. Facts you'll never read in a history book ever, if they even have history anymore. History to kids nowadays is what happened last week when I sprained my two thumbs being on Facebook all day from noon to midnight. They're next over the next two generations. You watch. They're going to genetically grow into horseshoe shapes because they're always looking down for hours and hours. Their necks will look like umbrella handles. Not going to be pretty. Unfortunately... History many times was and is designed for propaganda and brainwashing purposes. Now, a certain atheist caller of the show believes that I and others are brainwashed by the Bible, which is absolutely ridiculous. There's nobody behind the Bible attempting to forcibly manipulate and control the reader's thoughts, unlike the brainwashing of young kids in elementary school before they even learn about critical thinking. These young trusting kids are trusting these adults in the classroom as they tell them lies. And these kids believe that it's the truth. Just as their parents tell them the truth back home. These kids are taught to respect their elders and to listen attentively. attentively, So they take this nonsense these teachers are spewing as the gospel truth. When we all know it absolutely is not. 
Not even close. These teachers are following the brainwashing curriculum given to them by the governmental educational czars, whoever they are, who are attempting to confuse and destroy God and family. Like teaching young kids that they can arbitrarily decide their sex, whether you're male or female. You got to be kidding. No normal mind would think that or say that. So to me, it's obvious that the educational system is deliberately attempting to poison our young kids' minds to confuse and break them down to helpless, dependent robots. That's what they're trying to do. Don't even try to deny it, as you have transvestites and cross-dressers influencing and brainwashing young kids in a library a year or two ago. Are you out of your mind? Kick those freaks out of the library and out of our young kids' life. Yeah, that's what I say, and I'll say it again. In case those trainees or whatever they call themselves can't hear me because of their man-to-woman facial plastic surgery. Maybe it stretched their eyes and ears back too far where they can't hear me. Who knows what they do? Not to mention what they cut and stretch in their private areas. I don't even want to think about it. (laughs) To me, it's a disgrace and and an affront against God Almighty who created us as man and woman. That's it. No he, she's. So leave our kids alone. Go create your own society in Antarctica. Since us regular folk are evidently not cool enough to understand you. Go down there. I hear it's real cool there. So do so to be clear, there's no brainwashing going on with the Bible. There's no evil force behind the Bible that is tempting attempting to manipulate and destroy us, which is necessary in a brainwashing process. The Bible is a book that's open to everybody for their direct benefit and to the people around them. There's no ulterior motive present, not even close. The definition of brainwashing is, in case you need verification, it says the concept that the human mind can be altered or controlled by certain psychological techniques. Brainwashing is said to reduce its subject's ability to think critically or independently, to allow the introduction of new unwanted thoughts and ideas into their mind, as well as to change their attitudes and values. So there you have it. Case closed. It's a a pathetic situation, and we've got to stop it as soon as possible. Oh, you better believe it. Every Sunday morning on WAEB from 8 to 9. This is the show where regular people talk about God and the Bible and how it pertains or doesn't pertain to their life. And this show is not politically correct and not all-inclusive, just like heaven. Yeah, I said it. Feel free to visit us on Don'tBurningUpGod.com where you will find a link to our great podcast. We are also on iTunes. You can contact us by email on Don'tBurningUpGod.com where you can also also find the Don't Bring Up God book, along with beautiful family plaques. Yeah, we got it all, and most importantly, we got you, the listeners. Without you, we're a crapola. That's right. Feel free to call in live at 610-720-7900. And yes, it is our pleasure to serve you. Please come again. Just relax. Hold your horses. Hold your horses. No calls today. 
All right? Just hang up the phone, relax on your easy chair, and listen. Or if you're in the car, I guess cars have easy chairs in there, too. So damn, so darn, whoops, that slipped out. So darn comfortable with those leather seats nowadays. So no calls. It will get back to normal next week. So let's thank God for the Bible, written by inspired men of God. I think there's like 66 books and 40-some writers with only one author, which is God Almighty, the creator of the entire universe. Why wouldn't he construct a system of life where the rules and regulations are clear? What group or organization that is formed won't have clear rules and regulations to follow? Unless you're Antifa or Black Lives Matter, in which case the more pandemonium and commotion you cause, the better. The only rule is those demented clubs is that there are no rules. Just the one rule where you have to be a jackass to join. That's pathetic. It's only common sense that rules would exist for everybody to abide by. How can God expect us to follow by the rules if we don't know what the rules are? So obviously the Bible is necessary to create and to maintain a civil Christian society. There would be no other way. And anybody who has ever read the Bible knows that it is, in fact, a holy, divine, supernatural work of God. The only people who don't believe in its validity are the people most of the time who have hardly read it, or if at all. Maybe, you know, they they make accusations, and they're not well-versed in what the book says. How can you do that? You know, a lot of times they know nothing about the Bible, and certainly know nothing about the spiritual impact that lies within. Now, if you just are starting to read the Bible, if you're a new newcomer to the book, I'd recommend like Psalms or Proverbs in the Old Testament and the Gospels of Jesus Christ, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John in the New. And there's just so much stuff in there. It would take you 10 lifetimes just to scratch the surface People telling me, hey, read this book and that book. You got to check this out and the other thing. Most of the time I look at them and I say, hey, I'm still working on the Bible. I still got a long way to go. At my current rate, I predict I'll complete the Bible in about 763 years. Yeah, that, that, that would be my estimate time of arrival at my current rate. At 763 years old. Can you imagine? But that's how long it would take for you to understand the book. Yeah, I believe so. I wonder if I'd still have teeth or hair or a sex drive at that age. Well, I think we can safely estimate and eliminate all of them, especially the last one. Unless, of course, you use those little blue pills that grotesquely elevate you, shall we say, for hours at a time. Yeah, that would be something God would condone. Right. Not in a million years. Why would he? For your unlimited, disgusting, old man pleasures? Again, I have to throw up at the very thought of that gross misconduct taking place. Hey, did you guys ever read the book Shadows of Power? Ah, very interesting book. It was recommended to me by Stu, one of our Don't Bring Up God callers. Well, if you want to ever understand what is happening, especially the last year or so, then read it. It breaks down how a foreign country or group of very powerful people 
can install a Marxist or fascist regime in another country. Now, see if any of this sounds familiar to you. The book enumerates several steps. Number one, the communist insurgents begin a campaign of protest, violence and terror in the nation's streets, then claims that racism or some other created cause is what they are fighting against. Then they make accusations of police brutality and blame it all on the present government. Number two, predictably, the present government will attempt to protect its population and society, which is just a normal response. Number three, the press and media will get into the act where it will claim oppression of the pretending protesters. They will claim free speech violations. They will claim free speech is being nullified even though they are damaging property and lighting fires in the street. They're going to claim that there's a violent a violation of human rights taking place and that the present government should be denounced as tyrants. Number four, the rat on the take traitor politicians in our government will then rear their ugly head. They will defend the rebels, demanding that our government make concessions with them and that they should release any captured fake innocent protester. Yeah, innocent, like the Joker was in Batman. Joker, he had a a funny, endearing laugh. I got to give him that. But definitely not innocent. So who would want to sit down at the table in any attempt to reason with these characters and make coalitions with them and compromises? You can't reason and compromise with a fool. You can't. Could never happen. Like pouring milk into a cracked bowl. It will leak right through. Just like reason and sense will quickly leak through the cracked heads and brains of the fake protesters. It'd be like filling up your grocery cart with no bottom. You just leave a trail of products behind you. You'll get up to the checkout and say, what what the heck's going on here? Where's my stuff? Number five, must encourage more and more government dissension so it eventually collapses. All along while the media fuels the fire and covers up the true reality and ulterior motives of a foreign country or one world order trying to take over. Number six, promote lawlessness and constantly discredit an attempt to get rid of the Constitution. Also break the confidence in the present voting system to the point where American citizens no longer trust the vote and stop participating altogether. Number seven, use labels as the bad guys pretend to fight against some type of righteous cause like racism, fascism, Nazism, or anti-Semitism, always pretending to fight for human rights and claim always that they're doing it for the benefit of the people at large when they're doing the exact opposite of what they claim. Like even in the names of organizations they come up with, like Planned Parenthood, on face value you would think that they are an organization to help you start a family, right? And help you in any way that they can. But no, it's the direct opposite. These Planned Parenthood locations are there to kill babies for evil, satanic reasons. The direct opposite of what they claim or what their name implies. That's eh, a pathetic game that they've been getting away with forever. So yes, these are the steps to basically overthrow a government and control another country. 
according to the book Shadows of Power, referred to me by Stu, our Don't Bring Up God listener and caller. Very interesting book, to say the least, explaining principles of takeovers, which incidentally have happened all over the world, including Cuba, South Vietnam, Cambodia, Iran, Rhodesia, and in Venezuela. And now in the United States of America, if we allow it and let it, we need to fight back in any way that we can before we're sent to re-education camps and disappear for uh, forever. Just like in China, don't think it's not happening and that it can't happen to you. Because if you do, it will. Like when Peter said he would never return to Jesus. And he did. Never return. Ah, I slipped on that one. Like when Peter said he would never turn on Jesus. And he did. Remember, denying him three times. Or it's like when a cheating husband who is cheating with you says, No, when we eventually get married, I would never cheat on you. Like I am apparently cheating on my wife now. But no, it would never cross my mind with you. (laughs) Oh, really? Hey, if you fall for that, you deserve what you get, which will probably be probably be a young, better-looking neighbor woman helping your new husband out in the garage two to three times a week for some unknown reason. Yeah, vicious traps out there. Don't fall into them. Now, according to the book Shadows of Power, this one world order and socialism attempts to make what they're doing sound appealing that it's to your benefit. And as we know, that's not the case. That's not true. The the destruction of our capitalistic system is for our demise to make us a third world country, to be ruined just like Venezuela was. And this global tyranny will have no checks and balances. They'll have absolute power to control the entire world. There will be no place to run. And as we know, absolute power corrupts absolutely. And of course, there will be no tolerance. All opposition will disappear or get killed, which is what they're doing today, making everything disappear that doesn't jive with their crap, with their crapola that they spew. And it's happening in China big time. The killing is definitely in China, in addition to the suppression. Now, are we going to uh, just, just accept this takeover, hiding in clear view? Or are we going to stand firm and defend our country and families? Don't be passive and wishy-washy now. The game is on. Are we going to win or are we going to lose? You decide. We all got to stand up and, and be counted for the United States of America. Just like we must stand up and be counted for Christianity and Jesus Christ. For Jesus even more so. Because our lives definitely depend on it, now and for eternity. Life isn't just about you sliding by in the most comfortable fashion possible. A battleship is safe in the harbor, but that's not what it was built for, just like us. Your big butt is safe on the couch watching Netflix, but that's not what it was built for. Like your butt is real comfortable sitting at the roulette wheel hoping to hit big again, But that's not what you were built for. No, I hate to break it to you, but it's not. God has so much more planned for our lives. All you got to do is trust and believe. We're built to be servants of God, to spread the word of God to all who will hear. 
This message is very important and, and something we need to hold dear in our lives forever and ever. Let's not duck our responsibilities. Let's not try to weasel out of the battle. No. The opposition is fierce. Close to our throats. With Satan and his many minions. We can't falter or buckle now. Let's be willing to fight. And yes, even die for the cause. Do it for Jesus Christ. He died for us, right? So let's be willing to return the favor if necessary for ourselves, families, and friends. If, if we don't do it, who will? The one world order will kill you eventually one way or the other. As they already said, they want to drastically cut the world's population. So you're either going to die for nothing or die for something. For God. As we go on to live in eternity with nothing but peace, happiness, and joy. This is what we're faced with. So be brave and courageous. Stand as an unafraid Christian man or woman. Or you can hide as a weak, confused, helpless, godless victim. To me, the choice is clear. And another thing. <laughs> man, my, my voice is getting hoarse. Without being interrupted by, without, without being happily interrupted by calls. But I'll do my best. Yeah, I will. What we got to do is not let this ugly world shape us. Keep your eye on the finish line, on the cause, on the prize, which is getting to the after party, which is life in eternity. You know, I know three people, one from Lebanon, one from South Korea, and actually one from Sicily. And they all left and became immigrants into this country, legally, of course, because their government was oppressing them. They wanted out of there, and they, and they really appreciate American much more than regular American citizens that were born here. They just do. Now, it's sad that they're looking around presently in the United States, and they're seeing exactly what happened back in their countries— happening here it's like why did i come here i'm gonna move back or move somewhere else if that's possible (laughs) you know this one person in lebanon lebanon that i know right now and and this is other countries also they have an app in their phone where they have to check in with the powers that be the mysterious powers that be in government you got to check in every time she leaves the house Every time she goes, every time she comes back, you got to let them know where you went, what'd you do, blah, blah, blah. It's crazy. This person's actually doing it. That's how it is in Lebanon right now. You can't leave your house with it without essentially being spied on. Is that what you want in this country? You got to be kidding me. And then she says, she goes, you know what? Ah, don't worry about it. You'll get used to it. No, we don't want to get used to it. That's what the government wants us to do. With this mask and social distancing and and everything else that they're talking about. The vaccines that are murderous. And this tracking and tracing. Oh, you'll get used to it. No! We're Americans that are used to freedom. We're not going to succumb. No, never. People are so concerned about politics today. Instead of being on left or right, like your very life depends on it, how about being up or down? Heaven or hell? Yeah, your life does depend on that, comrades. 
Don't bring up God keeps it all in perspective. No donkey or elephant party here, just God and the Bible. Don't bring up God is here uh, Sunday mornings on WAEB 790 AM from eh, 8 to 9, give or take. Give Robert a call at uh, 610-720-7900. And by the way, is donkey Democrat or Republican? Eh, who knows? Who cares? That number again to call is uh, 610-720-7900. Hey, we're not taking calls today, so if you're calling and it's ringing and ringing and ringing, I'm not snubbing you. It's just the way it has to be from time to time. Next week, we'll get back to normal. Hey, don'tbringupgod.com. That's our website. You can get the podcast there. That beautiful podcast, you can listen to the last 100 shows for free. You could also uh, go to the search engines and just put in Don't Bring Up God podcast, and there'll be like five or six different platforms coming up. So feel free to indulge. Man, I'm not used to talking all this time. No, I'm not. Hey, I want to give my voice a rest. I was listening uh, yesterday to... The podcast, which you can get on don'tbringupgod.com, iTunes, Apple, iHeartRadio, you name it. Stitchers, that's a new one, Stitchers, maybe not, new to me. But I was listening to the podcast on the songs show that we did the last day of the year, and I listened to, uh, what was it called, Hallelujah uh, by the Shrek thing. So I'm thinking in order to give my voice a rest, I'm hoping that song can come up. Hallelujah by Shrek in the Shrek movie. That big green monster humping around, walking around, jumping around. Very entertaining, I must say. He fell in love with that damsel in distress, that good-looking Maloney. That's not her name. All right, let's listen. Break time for my vocal cords. There was a secret card that David played and it pleased the Lord. But you don't really care for music, do you? It goes like this, the fourth, the fifth, the minor fall, the major lift, the baffled king composing hallelujah, hallelujah. strong but you needed proof you saw her bathing on the roof her beauty and the moonlight overthrew you she tied you to a kitchen chair she broke your throne she cut your hair I know this room, I've walked this floor I used to live alone before I knew you I've seen your flag 
As I said, I was listening to the podcast that you can find very easily on don'tbringupgod.com. All you got to do is go there and press and tap the armor, the suit of armor. It'll take you right there. Or you can Google it or search engine, Don't Bring Up God podcast. And as I was saying, I'm listening to this last show that we did last year. It's called Songs. And uh, it's a beautiful hour of songs, I must say. You might want to shed a tear when you hear a couple of them. But very delicate, uh, very very quiet and uh, meaningful. You can hear the lyrics. God forbid you can hear and understand the lyrics nowadays, but you can actually hear and understand the lyrics of uh, the songs. So again, I'm going to push again that songs podcast on Don't Bring Up God podcast. And since we had no calls today, I'm talking like a motor mouth. My vocal cords are tapping me from the inside saying, hey, douchebag, what are you doing? You want to lose your voice for a week? Yeah, I did that one time. That's not pretty. It's like, what is going on here? I can't speak. One of the guys in the Bible did that, right? Was that John the Baptist's father who doubted that he was going to be given a kid at a late age and he could not speak until the baby actually came? I hope I'm right there. I could be wrong, but I think I'm right. Yeah, losing your voice, that is no picnic. It starts out hoarse, and then it gets more and more quiet. And then you lose it. What the heck is going on there? Of course, you husbands and wives out there would probably pay good money to have your spouse lose their voice from time to time. Ah! See, when I did that, I, don't, I didn't feel the same power. So I'm going to have to be forced to play another song from that songs podcast on Don't Bring Up God podcast. Let's do one that is, uh, let's see here, Humble and Kind. Yeah, that's a favorite. We've played that from time to time by that country guy. Nice country song, Humble and Kind. Got to listen to the words. Feel it. Be it. Become it. Humble and kind. That explains Jesus. He didn't have to be humble and kind, but he was. And that's something we need to do. There's a light that glows by the front door Don't forget the keys under the mat When childhood stars shine Always stay humble and kind Go to church cause your mama's sister Visit grandpa every chance that you can won't be wasted time Always stay humble and kind Oh, the door said please, said thank you Don't steal, don't cheat, don't lie I know you got mountains to climb but Always stay humble and kind When the dreams you're dreaming 
hardship and here's why Bitterness keeps you from flying Always stay humble and kind Know the difference between sleeping with someone And sleeping with someone you love I love you brought up in today's society we're taught to be assertive and aggressive and powerful and that's good to a point but sometimes we forget about the other side of being humble and kind you say to yourself "Ah, i got no time for that no no humble and kind let everybody take care of themselves i'm the man i'm the king i'm a power source that can't be denied you know you keep building on that more and more and more and then you don't even know how to be humble and kind anymore. You lost the definition. You try to be that way and it just doesn't feel right. You're so so far out of sync that you got to start back from scratch again. So humble and kind. I don't care who you are, what you are, how much money you got, how good looking you are, how smart you are, how athletic you are, how whatever you are, we all have to be humble and kind. That's a beautiful thing. Humble and kind. As I said, Jesus himself, he had all the power in the world. You think he had to be humble and kind and help the so-called lowly of society? Did he have to take time out to heal them, to give them words of encouragement, to bring them out from the pits of despondency and depression and sadness? Well, he did. And we need, to, we need to do the same thing to others. You know, it's not all about you and what you can get in this lifetime. All the riches and power. No. you got to stop and help somebody that needs your help. Be that person you needed as a kid. I like that expression. Be that person you needed as a kid. Nobody was around. Well, you can change that. By helping others. And that starts by being humble and kind. All right? I think I made myself clear. With a hoarse voice and all. Well, we'll see you next week. And we will have calls. We'll start that up again. Remember that all roads lead back to God. Tyler, we love you. We'll see you again. Open up. Let